live on IWTV. Please welcome the one called Manders. What's up, Val? How are you? Thanks for having Fantastic. me. Fantastic. Thank you for agreeing to come and hang out with me and let me ask you a bunch of random questions and oh, yeah. agreeing I mean, to do this. <laughs> I like to I like to talk bullshit, so that's cool. Um <laughs> So am I like am I like getting pancakes? How does this work? Do I get so, like a do I need you need my address and then like you mail it over or how's this how's this go? I mean, I suppose I can send you like you know how you can get like coupons for things. Like I can send you a coupon for pancakes with me at SCI if you want. Just just buy me uh, pancakes uh, at Waffle House when we're down there at the time. That'll work for me. I don't think you can get pancakes at Waffle House. Oh, you get waffles, I guess. Close enough. Jesus, I sounded real dumb there. That works. I just, you know I what just, I'm saying, though. I'm just well, finding well, out you know that you're what, a waffle you know person, what? and I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, I like Waffle House. I don't I don't prefer waffles. I just, I like food, dude. I'm fat. I just, like, it doesn't matter to me. So, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I just, I, 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 yeah, food, that's all I want, so. Dude, I'm a total fat girl, so I totally feel that. Yeah, I like food, so. <laughs> <laughs> so um what was a young manders like a young manders like yeah um like how young are we talking are we talking like, like like as a kid were you like a like as a kid, kid or yeah um i was very active in sports i was very football baseball um lacrosse slash like wrestling i was very like i was very like uh did a lot of sports super into pro wrestling um loved cartoons oh just your basic uh your basic kid i get in trouble here and there when i was younger i don't know if i was rambunctious though but eh, maybe ask my mom on that one i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay. He had hair. I tell you that. He had nice curly <laughs> hair. When young a young Manders had nice curly hair. So I miss that. So. Aww. <laughs> oh, it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I think it works. So, so how did you decide to pursue wrestling? Um. I was didn't want to I didn't want a regular job nine to five so I figured oh, after football I'll just do wrestling now I'm just kidding um I uh I was done with football right like I was like coming in my senior year at, uh, at Iowa and um everybody knew I was a big wrestling fan because around like around like 2015 is when I got back into it um like when like Sting, I think that's 2015, right? When like Sting came back to WWE, or he he came back from to wrestling and then went to WWE. It was like 2015, I think, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah it sounds it was, about right. It's, it's it's when it was good, and um and that's when like the network launched and all that stuff. So like all that stuff was happening and it sparked my interest again. So I was watching a lot of old like WCW, ECW, WWF, all that good stuff. And um, so where I'm getting at is, is a lot of the football boys watched me watch wrestling or they'd watch wrestling with me and all that stuff. Um, the famous one is like George Kittle, right? And uh, my strength coach at the time, 
was like super into um he was into wrestling too so he knew we were like i was i was a wrestling fan all that stuff and uh he basically said like one day i was i had like it was like the end of my junior year i finished my finals or whatever and he was telling me how you know big e tory ewan's gonna be in town because he went to the university of iowa and he was like you know how about you come meet him or whatever and i was like no shit all right i guess i'll do that yeah like that's cool I totally got to do that. So I was like marking out. And then I like, you know, I get to the thing, I get to the weight room and there's this super Jack black dude. Right. <laughs> like and it's big E and he was the nicest guy ever. Um, he was super cool. He saw my interest like severely. And, uh, he was telling me about how there's a wrestling school in Davenport, Iowa named, uh, the black and the brave. And, I'm sure everybody knows who that is. That's Seth Rollins and Merrick Brave or Tyler Black when he was on the Indies. And uh, after I heard that, man, like it kind of got the ball rolling. And then I just said, I, I'm the one thing about Manders is Manders is a doer. Like he's down to do anything if, if he if he's into it. Like he's never like, a, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. It's either I do it or I don't. And uh, I totally did it and went for it. And then here we are. So what was one of the most important things you learned while training? Um, oh God, I can't name a particular thing. Um, Cause there's like a bunch of stuff, right? Um, I think like besides all like the psychology and how to actually like do moves, you know, like all that stuff, like, like, how to like properly do moves and, you know, figuring out ring psychology, cutting a promo, using facials and all that kind of stuff. I think the best thing I learned out of all of it was how to talk to people. I mean, I know it, it takes more than them teaching you that, but like they really emphasized on like how important it is to meet people and, and like how to set up a ring and tear it down and meet people and make connections and so forth. And a lot of that comes within you, but you know, I think me being a really like a hard worker and like being a walk on at Iowa and like, like, like that style of being like, I got to like do the work in order to get the reward and them influencing me and doing that. I think it made me, I think that's what, I think that's probably the biggest thing I learned out of them. I would say, cause they used to tell stories, right? They would tell stories about how, what's the, what's the, what's the great TPI tournament 2002 or 2004. I forget. I think it's 04. Right, where it's like all the greats, it's like AJ and Cesaro and Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson. It's like the greatest tournament in independent wrestling. And it was in like Midland or Highland, Indiana or whatever. I said Midland. It's a great country band. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if anybody has never listened to Midland, go listen to Midland. They're like my favorite right now. Um, me and uh, Brittany Sinclair have been like, we listen to Midland a lot. But anyway, um, so. Um, where was I getting at? Oh yeah. They went to, they went to TPI. This is like before they were ever trained by Dandy Daniels. Um, they had talked about how they were like, you know, it's like 16 year old kids and they went to the show. They're not even booked on the show or even trained yet, but they helped set up the ring and tear down. So it's just like, like those little things like that, I think like makes it cool. So it makes you think like, Oh, okay, well, you know, they did it. So I'll do it. And you just take it to heart. Cause that's another thing about Manders. He takes it to 
takes a lot of things at heart and he's a doer so nice so you yeah. you're a doer so what for sure so other than wrestling like what other things like would you say like make you a, a doer um like i might i might break uh my break cafe here i don't really give a shit um like like I, I was i was like uh my whole life i always any anything i dreamed of and wanted to ever be i kind of did it and it didn't matter how far it would take or where i'd go or what i'd do to do it like uh like i was born and raised in maryland i was i'm not a not a full like born blooded iowan right um and what 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 got me out here in the Midwest was like playing football, and like I wasn't a, you know, like I wasn't like the most athletic or most gifted athlete on the football world in high school. I was all I was all state, like I was good, but you know, I was persistent. And where if I didn't do certain camps or certain things, like I never would have been able to be where I am. Like um, I guess what where I'm getting at is is like what makes me a doer is, is like, I think there's this, there's this old saying I learned from my, uh, from my coach and, 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 um, and prep school, I went to this prep school called Fork Union Military Academy and they got like legendary football players and legendary basketball players, like, like Vinny Testaverde and like Eddie George, they all went there. And, um, it's in like bumfuck, uh, Virginia. And, um, the thing, the the line that they gave me, that guy, was uh, my coach. He said, Coach Schumann, that was his name. He goes, it takes zero God-given ability to give attitude and effort. Don't ever forget that. So, like, it, like, made me think and wonder because it's like, yeah, like, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't want to work hard. But what happens, you know, when talent works hard and all that stuff and when you have all that and you also add the takes, you know, zero God given ability to give attitude and effort. I feel like that makes you a doer, makes you do things because of your, because of your resilience, your mentality, it's all in your head. Like, like the mind games you play, the fear that you have, like all that kind of stuff. And me, you know, driving 15 hours away from home, you know, not knowing a single soul out here. It's kind of scary if you think about it. And you try to make friends that way and you make connections. I feel like me doing that and um, probably some dumb uh, country redneck shit that I've done too makes me do that too. And then I think, you know, me doing the wrestling, which everybody tells you, yeah, God, like, you know, you're stupid. You shouldn't do that. Or, or, you know, they did the same thing in football or, you know, anything, you know, everybody doubts you, right? So if you believe in yourself and you want to do it, do it. So I think that's what makes me do it. I like that. I know, um, I know that was a big ramble or whatever, but the no, quote is fine. it takes zero God given <laughs> ability to give attitude and effort. That's where I was getting at. It's the Perfectly greatest line fine. I've ever heard. <laughs> that if that's the only takeaway that people take away from this interview. Yeah, take that one. That line. <laughs> take that, put it in your pocket. With some with some with some with some syrup on it. Yeah, make it real sweet. Make it real sweet. So, who has had the most influence on you, both in and out of wrestling? 
Um, are we talking like wrestlers? Or are we talking like 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 somebody Anybody. I watch or just anything? Yeah. Um, somebody in your life that's been hugely influential on you, like I said, either in wrestling, out of wrestling, or both. Oh shit. Um. You know, that's a good question because there's a lot of people that have influenced me. So, like, if I had to pick one. You can pick two. Can I pick two? You can can pick as many as you want, really. There's no limit. uh, I mean, I think. I think my mom, I would say. Like, she's always been fully supportive, even when times of, you know, some things might be a little crazy. Like, maybe the most recent one is, like, me doing death matches. Um, she's not a fan of it, but I think she gets it. Um, Brittany might have to calm her down here and there and all that good stuff. But um, I'd say my mom, like, maybe not, like, in, in- – I mean, yeah, you know what? No, I would say an influence. Like, my mom wasn't, like, a... My mom was a teenage mom, and, like, you know, she wasn't graduated, you know, like, from college. She doesn't have a good degree, but she makes a... You know, she makes a good living, you know, and, you know, did everything from the... She literally was at the bottom of the barrel and worked her way up, I think. I think that's pretty cool. Um I would say to um, for wrestling, I'd say like you know like Merrick Brave. Um, he's a he's a guy that like he gets it right. He's he's been on the Indies and you know he's seen the top of the game like all that kind of stuff. Um, he always asks me how like shows go and all that good stuff. I think that's pretty helpful. Um, and it's also cool. Uh, I'm trying to think, cause there's like so many, like there's like small increments of like people that like led to this point, like, like in wrestling, right? Like it's like, like Merrick Brave helped me out a lot. Like Sammy Callahan helped me out a lot. Like, you know, Chris Dickinson helps me out a lot. Like just like when we talk about like Japanese wrestling, like understanding it, um, like, homicide like when i wrestled homicide like ever since i wrestled him like it, a couple years back like ever since then like i always like it we made that connection of like just talking about stuff and like moving that you know moving forward moving not all that good stuff um yeah i, w- I would say those people i'd say my, my stepdad um his nickname's stretch he's like 610 uh he's like everything a man should be that makes any sense um you know just like sweet humble but also whoop your ass um you know he's gritty works hard he's an entrepreneur stuff like that so i'd say those people for sure yeah so what has been your greatest achievement in wrestling and that can be either like a title or if you've had like a really good match or opponent or um, somewhere that you've worked what would you say at this point up to this point would you be your greatest achievement huh um if i had a, i don't know if it's my greatest achievement 
but it made me realize like, huh, like we're onto something here. Like maybe like I believe I can believe myself. And it's actually the uh, the the Actions Future Showcase Tournament. I think that in 2019 like made me believe like, hey man, here's the hard work that's paid off all the miles, all the um, the drive and the sleepless nights, literally sleeping in your car, setting up rings, tearing them down, making sure like you're like the number one like, hey man, like look how hard I'm working like. Like I made sure of that every show I was at, like when I wasn't booked and, um, and like, like being in that Southern tournament, that's like a, you know, a big deal. And like that being a thing and, and winning it and like getting that medal and like taking that photo with Marco and like, you know, action, um, uh, Matt and Scott and all those guys, like, I think that made me realize like, Hey, like I can, I guess I can be something. I guess it gave me that validation. Like, Hey, the proofs in the pudding just keep going. So I, I would say that probably, but I think other than that, like, you know, like, I think like grace achievement wise. Uh, yeah, I would say that I'd say that for sure. And just, being able to wrestle and like do it like uh, I made a tweet the other day I thought it was kind of cool um some of the bills I had to pay um not that I've never done it before um I've there's there's been some times I've done it but like I don't know for some reason the other day like uh I paid like like a lot of money like all like basically like three-fourths of my bills like straight with wrestling money and I I thought that was kind of cool where I was like holy shit it's not like the cliche sarcastic like hey living the dream you know, so I thought that was kind of cool. So maybe those two things I'd say are the greatest achievements for sure. So we were kind of talking about futures and then, and you're going to be in SCI. Um, yeah. So getting to SCI, um, I believe you have Alex Kane first round. I do. MLW superstar, man. So I know that he's the, he's kind of the suplex guy. So yeah, How good luck picking up avoiding. a 255-pound man. I mean, I'm not saying he couldn't. I've seen this guy <laughs> seen this guy suplex like Logan Creed and like um, O'Shea Edwards, and he even suplexed me and pinned me uh, last time I, we wrestled at action. So, um, yeah, man, I, I guess, uh, you know, I, I don't think he's been wrestling very long, right? I think he's relatively new. Yeah, like like he's pretty new. Um, he's got an amateur background, um, so he's like a like a legit badass. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe play some mind games with him. See how like the pressure is. Um, it's one thing when you do a four way, but it's all another thing to do when you're in a singles match. And um, yeah, no, I've watched his stuff. I think he's. I I I I, th I think Alex. Kane is pretty good. Um, he's a young kid. He's strong. Um, he's even actually like pretty like athletic too. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, but I feel like the things I've seen, the things I've done, uh, things I've been around, some of the craziest shit and, you know, some big matches, um, I guess we'll put the pressure on them and see what happens. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know he suplexes a lot. 
that's for sure. So when you get past Alex in the first round, who do you look forward to meeting in round two? Um, I don't know. I like, I was shocked. I was wrestling. Alex came the first round. Um, but I mean, it, it, honestly, honestly, Val, to be really honest with you, I don't give a flying ass, like rat's ass. I don't give a damn. Like it doesn't really matter who it is. Uh, I've stepped foot with some of the baddest MFers in all of pro wrestling. And, uh, yeah, so let's go. It doesn't really matter. I think, I guess if I had to pick one though, it would totally be cool if I wrestled Derek Neal. It'd be sweet to wrestle Derek Neal because he's been a, he's been a real piece of work. He's been a little thorn on my side. Um, as of late, he's been like costing me, you know, costing the bone storm championship. He cost me that four way keeps costing me in this stuff. And it's really been pissing me off. And this dude thinks he's all big, bad, high and mighty. And he thinks he's a real man, but real men don't be cowards like that. So, um, I think that'd be cool to go toe toe and we'll possess. That'd be great. I think that would be a fun match to watch. So yeah, I think it would too. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. So I know that you were in the Haas tournament this year with New South, and yeah, it was. You were in the tournament of survival for GCW, and now you're in the SCI tournament. So tournament guy now. Um, yeah, a little bit, right? Like this weekend, <laughs> I'm at the Hall of Fame tournament too for Dan Gable. That's kind of cool. And yeah, I did the TOS. I did all the yeah, yeah. So how do these tournaments compare to a regular show? And like, how do you change how you prepare for them? Um, I think they're definitely harder, right? Like, um, you have less time to prepare. Like, let's say like, um, you wrestle multiple, you could wrestle multiple times in a, in a show or on a day. And, uh, normally you wrestle only once, you know, um, in a day, uh, yeah, so I would say that's the difference. Um, also, too, uh, like, let's say, like, you know, you win the, you know, let's say you win night one, first round, and then the second round, or, the, you know, the second show, you're in the second round, but then if you win again, now you're in the third round uh, in the same, like, time frame. So I think, like, that kind of stuff, like, you have less hour to prepare. Like, and we have, like, maybe a week or a day to prepare for your opponent, but. It's kind of like any given Sunday or any given show or whatever you want to call it. Um, I'd say that's the difference for sure. Body takes a toll in tournaments. Is there more like strategy, like hope to win the first round really fast so that you can get to the second round? Or Oh, yeah. I, I, totally, I totally always think there's strategy, right? Because there's you know, people that do different styles and you have to like do it a certain way or a different way. So I think that's the thing. Um, also too, you gotta be like on the cusp of like believing in your abilities and, you know, thinking, you know, like me, like, I think I'm tougher than the rest, so I can go through anybody. So, um, I think you have to believe in yourself too a little bit. So it's like, it's like, strat it's like, it's like, a, uh, you know, you have to have strategy, but also too, you have to just go off the rip, I think. So, um, mentioned briefly just here tournament of survival but you also mentioned a little bit doing death matches how did you and why did you <laughs> get into to the death match circle 
how and why. Is that what you said? Yeah. Because to me, that, that doesn't look like a fun time to do. I love watching death matches. But, yeah, not, uh, you know. I don't know. Death matches are pretty hot right now, right? Um, it, it, it seems. Um, I, I, I mean, there's, I mean, like, I'm not going to deny you. I mean, it's a little bit of that for sure. Like, you know, a lot of people are doing them. And then um, I feel like I, but I also think, too, I have a high tolerance of pain and, I want to be a versatile wrestler, and I think, like, yeah, I think my pain tolerance is a little different, and um, maybe it's some influences of Mance, maybe some influences of, you know, of that nature, um, but uh, I don't know. SGC I was always rub. intrigued. I was, yeah, a little SGC rub. Uh, oh, Mance, baby. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of it, too, though, is it's influences like when I was younger, when I was like a teen, when I was about like, cause I stopped, I stopped watching wrestling when I was like, like 17, 18 till about, I was like 21, 22. So there's like, there's like a few years I stopped watching, um, like a couple years. Cause I was too busy hanging out with girls and trying to play football and all that bullshit. And anyway, that's a different story, but, um, <laughs> we might get there yet, but <laughs> yeah, we might get there, but not yet. Um, no, like, you know, you still watch old YouTube videos of, like, IWA Mid-South and CZW and um, just stuff like that. And I was always intrigued by, you know, like, watching it, right? Like you said, like, it's intriguing. Like, it's like, well, this is crazy. Um, like, what is all this? And, you know, just, like, remember watching ECW and then remember WWF, like, the hell in the cells and, like, the violence and all that kind of stuff. So I think a little bit of all that puts into play and um you see great legends like nick gage man and how cool he is and you know i think it's just a combo of all that stuff i think it's just a combo of everything i was intrigued by it i always wanted to get into it but i didn't know how to get into it and then my first match was against aj at no peace and um i i just said fuck it i guess i'm doing it and you know learning from from Tremont and being in the car with him at SCI. That's where I like, was like hearing how, like his point of view on it and all that stuff. And, you know, the legends like Terry Funk and Onita and Cactus Jack and, you know, just like stuff like that. So, and I always feel like wrestling, um, believe it or not, I think wrestling, like, like blood and rap, huge part of wrestling historically when you watch the greats like Dusty Rhodes and NWA and Mid-South, that gloomy, musty, like, lights and, you know, they're fighting their ass off and then, you know, they're bleeding and it's, like, sympathetic and it's, like, exhilarating and, I don't know, I think it's just a mix of all that kind of stuff. Like, there's a time and place for it for sure, um, but I think, yeah, I was just, I think it's all that. So, uh, hopefully that was a good answer for you. Works for me. Oh, yeah. So yeah. moving, moving on. What are some of your favorite, like, what's your favorite, like, hype and road music? Like, what, what music do you listen to before a show? That, like, oh God, gets it's you going? so many things. It's so many things. It, it, it um, basically it's it it's country at first, and then um. 
there's like it's like it's like a progression so it's like it's like standard country music right and then it's like outlaw country music and then it's like leonard skinner and like southern rock and then by the time we get to the show it's like heavy metal and like pantera um metallica like all that kind of stuff so like as the show as we get closer it like progresses into like super aggressive um music <laughs> so what would you say is the most surprising like either a playlist that you have or music that you like or song that you listen to like what's something uh, that people would be like i would never guess you would listen to that i'm a huge uh tupac fan hmm. huge tupac yep, fan. that'd be one of them. i i th- i think tupac's great um uh yeah uh i don't um i guess on the other spectrum like i think like slayer or like um any of that like crazy metal stuff is probably like maybe surprising um yeah i'll just give those two so what are your favorite road snacks For me, it's always, it's always, I, I, I love red man or like some type of chew, um, as I tried, that's probably not good for my teeth, but whatever. Um, I brush my teeth regularly, so I think it's pretty good. Uh, it's always coffee. So there's like a ritual. So it's always like, um, like a slice of Casey's pizza in the morning, which if you guys haven't had that, totally have it. Um, Casey's pizza. Fire. Oh God, so good! You get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, you're always like my go-to when people ask me about Casey's pizza. I'm like, no, man, yeah, there's no. It's fucking amazing. Um, either like the bacon or sausage is good. Sometimes they do like the country gravy as the sauce. It's kind of good. I always think like one slice is enough because it's basically like two slices. It's really, it's really a big slice. Um, like I get that, and then like I'll get a bottle of water, or like a like a Gatorade Zero. And then I'll get like a big ass coffee, like Casey's coffee. And then I'll get like, you know, some Red Man or like some, like either Copenhagen of sorts or whatever. I, I do only, I only do Copenhagen pouches. So it's like, I eat that, I'll drink some water, I'll drink the coffee. And then when I'm done with the coffee, then I put a chew in, and then it's like a super boost. Um, and then I'd say that's like the go-to ritual, like every time. Um, if they don't have breakfast pizza, I just kind of just, I'll go eat like, slim gym or something or as of late i've, I've kind of cut out the um the uh the casey's pizza i'm trying to eat a little better i've lost like eight pounds so eh, uh, just trying something different i feel you yeah sometimes you gotta make changes and see how it feels and see what happens yeah like i don't know So who do you put in your wrestle car? Like who are your like go-to road buddies? Oh shit. Um, as of late, it's like me, um, this guy named Damien Saint, um, which mm. you know about. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Um, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> He's all right. Um, I like to give him a hard time. <laughs> either, yeah, either them to either him. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been mostly really just him lately, and then a lot of, like, some of the black and bread kids will come in there and do stuff. Like, uh, like Jay Marsden, he's the huntsman. Um, he's been coming in the car, too. Uh, Solomon Tupu, 
That's another guy. Um, Conan Lycan, that's another guy. Um, Gunnar Brave, that's another guy. It kind of like intertwines a little bit. Um, it used to be for a long time, it used to be me and Ben Carter. We were the guys from Iowa that would like go places a lot when Ben was on the Indies or Nathan Frazier, whatever his name is now. Um, shout out to Ben. What's up, man? How are you? I just was on the phone with him like a couple hours ago. Uh, that was like the guy, man. We used to always go places. Um, it was a good time. Um, yeah. So what is your favorite city to wrestle in? It's not Atlantic City, I tell you that. <laughs> I feel like there's a story there. Yeah, like I got to drive 15 hours. It's it's awful. That's it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, it. The story. that's it. That's the story. Um, <laughs> favorite? I like Nashville a lot. I thought the basement East was really cool. That was probably like one of my favorite places. Or um, like LA school. Uh, Texas, Dallas was sweet. That, uh, that Irving arena, that was pretty fun. Um, I think Logan Square is cool. Marionette Park, like AAW, I think that's a good time. Um, I do like wrestling at, um, in Worcester, the White Eagle Hall. Oh, it's just the White Eagle. White Eagle Hall in, in the New Jersey, New York one. There's like two of them. Uh, yeah, I think Beyond Sweet, um, like, because the crowds are so into it. And I would say Cleveland, too. I think that Odeon is pretty dope, too. There's a couple places. Those are, like, my favorite places, I would say. So what is your favorite move to take, and what is your favorite move to give? I don't like taking any moves, Val. I don't want to take a bump at all. F, F that. Um, How many people tell me uh, that? But... So, yeah, yeah. I don't want. I don't like want to take a move, Val. I don't know. There's not like a move that I want to take. I don't. I don't want to take anything. Um, favorite move? <laughs> Probably. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I think a clothesline. There's something about a clothesline. You know, that's different than everything else, or a lariat, or whatever you want to call it. That's like my favorite. I think. Like, of course, right? Cornell Cowboy, of course, he's Cowboy, of course, that's so hilarious. Um, I think the my favorite move besides that is the, you know, the Oklahoma Stampede. I just call it a Iowa Stampede. I'd say that one. I'd say those two. Those are like two big ones. Pretty on brand for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, do you have any like pre-match rituals that you go through, like? Something you do before every match, or something that you wear. Every I match. definitely, I definitely, I definitely put a lip in, like when I'm at the show too, which is probably not good for me, but I totally do that. Um, uh, I always, I, I mean, I have like a warm up routine. Yeah, I always do. Like it's basically like calisthenics of like a dynamic warm up of sorts. It like consists of like air squats and push ups and mountain climbers and high knees and butt kicks and jumping jacks, like all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's kind of it really. It's just those two things. 
So who's been like? Gotta get warm, man. I'm not getting. I'm not getting any younger, Val. You know, I'm not getting any younger. So I gotta have a warm up routine. I know you're not that old. <laughs> I'm just saying, I can't pull anything out there. <laughs> so, who have been some of your favorite opponents over your many oh. years of wrestling? Oh God. Um, I mean, I think the my favorite one was like uh, I wrestled Gage a couple times. That was pretty sick. Like, the, just the energy that guy brings is so insane. It's like one of the greatest adrenaline rushes ever. Um, I would say homicide. I would say homicide too. Um, just because he's a legend and it's like that hardcore, like, but also like brawler esque, like type of vibe I think is really cool. Um, I'd say Tony Deppin too. Had some Tony Deppin matches that were like absolutely stellar. They were like one of my favorites. Um, uh, Dante Leon. He's a guy that's on the come up. He's been doing some GCWs with me too. We both came from the same place, Black and Brave and We've had many SCW matches that no one's ever seen um, that I wonder if like Brett or GCW ever booked it. I, they would real, they would like be mind blown how sweet it was. So maybe book that one. Um, <laughs> Brett. Uh, I guess the SCC boys, sadly, right? Like I don't like beating on my brothers and stuff, but it's definitely nice to like, you know, get some aggression out when they piss you off of sorts, you know? So, yeah, I'd say that one as of late. <laughs> yeah, um, from what I understand, um, the closer that you are to your opponent, the more you beat each other up. Is that accurate? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, it's <laughs> accurate. Like, I, like, after Dallas, after that four-way, I was absolutely bruised up. So bruised. It sucked. So... Yeah, no, that's the real freaking thing. So if you had an action figure of yourself, but it was like one of those action figures that said phrases, what three phrases would you want it to say? And what accessory or accessories would it come with? Um, It's funny. Uh, there was a guy at Limitless that made an action figure for me. Uh, that was kind of cool that I, you know, a couple years ago. Um, Obviously, I think the two catchphrases is, um, uh, like, it's the Carmel Cowboy, or like, uh, or like, oh god, you're making me like look funny, um, or like, I don't know, like, hit another highway, another town, or like SGC, or like, you know, like something like that, or you know, I don't know. I think those are good. <laughs> yeah, I think those three, are, I think those three would work. And then what accessories would it come with? Um, you can have the bull rope or not, um, or the cowboy hat or not. Um, comes with the vest, right? And then, um, yeah, I'd say those accessories be a thing. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. 
So what's the weirdest request you've gotten from a fan as a wrestler? Uh, my <laughs> under gimmicks. My under gimmicks. Like, not like my trunks, but my, like, underwear underneath it. That was probably the weirdest fucking thing I've ever had. That shit's whack, dude. I'm not into that. Like, you can I order, like, I've had, I've, I, like, I have, I've had fans buy my trunks. Like, that's actually a thing. Like, but, like, my under gimmicks, though? Like, what are we doing with that? Like, I don't know. Like, like the trunks, like, it's like memorabilia or, like, you know, like my vest or something or. <laughs> Or I don't know. Yeah, but my underginnings, that's kind of weird. I mean, yeah, it's like it's like me like asking for a girl for their panties. I don't know. I think that's weird. You know what I mean? Like, if it's not my girls, like, I don't, uh, I don't know. It's just like a, it's not, you know, it's not a thing. It's like, why are you asking? I don't know. Well, I think, and um, you know, I'm sure that you know why they're asking and you just don't. Oh no! I know why. Path. I just I I I. That's not a want to Yeah, we can we can skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> so um. Yeah. Sadly, that's the thing. You live in Iowa, so I know that you have to road trip to go uh, pretty much anywhere. Um. So you have to have some good travel stories. So what's like one of your best travel stories? Oh, it can be God. like funny or exciting, um, something that was memorable to you. And you can go ahead and like make up any aliases you need to to protect people so they're not embarrassed. Or you can embarrass them. I don't care. It's up to you. Um, shoot. Um, I have plenty of road stories because I do drive a lot. Um, that's a tough one, Val. You're like putting it on pressure on me a little bit. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of it, like we just laugh and like talk bullshit and like say like the dumbest things. Um, I think uh, okay. There's one in my head that's popping up. There's, there's a lot though. I'm not gonna lie to you, but, um, like one in particular, uh, one time, this was my, this was my loop one time in 2019. I drove from, I was, I, or not, I guess I was living in Davenport at the time. I was driving from Davenport to Kansas city on Thursday. I was at a journey pro show. So that's like five hours. So I drove all the way there. Boom. And then, um, and then I drove all the way from there to home, uh, Davenport. So that's a 10 hour, you know, round trip. And then I had freelance the next day. So I went from Journey Pro Kansas City all the way to Chicago freelance, and then um, which is like another three or another two from Davenport. So it's really like I drove like seven hours or whatever. And then after that, I had to drive from there all the way to SCI for Tank's Throwdown, Tank City's Throwdown or whatever it's called, um, a couple years ago. And on the way, it was Louisville, or whatever, because it was in like Chattanooga somewhere. So on the way though, I had to pick up uh, Chris Dickinson. And then, um, like, literally, like, that was, like, the first time I ever met, like, Dickinson. Like, I met Dickinson, seen him at shows, but that was, like, the first, first time I met him. Like, in a car, having a legit conversation. We got, like, from Louisville to Chattanooga's probably, like, four or five hours, maybe. So, we got four or five-hour car ride. 
So like that was like my trip was literally Journey Pro on Thursday. So that's ten hour back. Then Chicago, and then the next night was Chattanooga. But on the way there, you know, like it was just like the stories of like you know like like hardcore metal music because he's like a huge metalhead, and then just like some of the knowledge he was throwing down, just like of his experiences with like Evolve and like you know at Beyond or like you know GCW, you know like. What's your, you know, like, I think that was pretty cool. Just like having that time. And then we went to, um, we went to, uh, where did we go? We went to, uh, Cracker Barrel and like, it was like the, here's this like New Yorker from like New York giants, like super New York accent, you know, hot temper. And he's just, you know, we're in country bumpkin, Tennessee at a Cracker Barrel. And he's just like, Loving every minute of it, almost, but also shitting on it at the same time. I just thought it was the funniest shit ever, you know. Just him <laughs> just being like, you know, getting his pancakes and can't like that country twang. I thought it was hilarious. That's like the one that comes into my head, I guess. There's a lot of stories though. Like one time, one time, me, Mance, Justice, and AJ all drove together. We were we were going to Fargo, North Dakota for. Uh, for a uh, time bomb and I was playing like Cody Jinks or some shit and freaking AJ's like like what the fuck is this shit man this is some like like you know just he's just making fun of the music I just thought it was funny and then, you know justice is the injustice and stuff like that so there's plenty of stories for sure I have too many it, it sucks they all like run together I need to like figure out a way to single it out Many car rides, IWA. It's like another one, just like you know, getting paid like five, ten bucks to drive six hours, and just uh-huh. talking about like, ah, oh, man, are we ever gonna like make any money here? Or are we gonna make any money anywhere? It just seemed like so, so, so far away. Um, yeah, that's one for sure. So, outside of wrestling, what other like what other hobbies do you have? Oh, I like sports, obviously. Like, I love football. I love baseball. Um, I mean, wrestling consists of my life pretty much, um, besides work and stuff like that. Um, I mean, but, I, you know, I love I like, I love Western movies, obviously. Um, I love fishing. I love hunting. Um, I like going outside. I like going on hikes or trails or whatever. I guess there's no hikes and where we live, but um, <laughs> the night, the perk I always try to do is when I go to like shows and stuff, I make sure like I like visit like some sightseeing, whether it consists of like food or something historic. Uh, I think that's pretty cool too. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I like working like- out too. I might, I, I might not look like the, um, most jacked wrestler ever but i definitely like to work out so well i mean you have to be strong i also like to i also like to drink and eat too so there's your there's <laughs> your there's your it all makes sense so oh fair enough i i, I play guitar appreciate... i play it i play guitar i like playing guitar um always big into that so huh. i did not know yeah. that you played guitar yeah i do Maybe I should like come as an entrance. Is that yeah? Yeah, that would be really interesting. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. Something different. So what would you tell a 10-year-old version of yourself? You could go back in time knowing what you know now. Um, hey, man, you should have done baseball or golf, dude. Don't be a wrestler or a football player. What is wrong with you? No, I'm kidding. Um, nah, no, nah, man. Hey, man, like, you're doing it. You're still a, you're still a little kid. Um, you know, you're living your dream, man. Like it's cool. I think I, I think that's what I would say. Like, hey, hey, like, hey, man, we're doing it. You'd be proud of me. Uh -huh. I think. Yeah. So, a couple of kind of fun questions, and then we'll talk about what you have coming up. Um. Sweet. So what is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight with just your hands, no weapons, if they were attacking you? Are you, like, asking me, like, what I've taken down, or are you asking me if I had to no, take an animal like, or like, I take down? Yeah, out of all of the animals that you can think of in the world, if, if there was one attacking you, like, what's the biggest animal that you think you could take in a fight? Oh, shit. And I had bare nothing. Yeah, no weapons, just just your hands. Um, okay, so this is funny you say this, and I think this is a perfect time to say this. So me and MDK Mike have been talking about me fighting a kangaroo. Um, <laughs> the like like the old like historic days, like them old guys that we like used to box like against a kangaroo. Mm. Oh God, like. It's totally a joke. I don't. I don't like really like want to like harm an animal in any fight unless I was like in a severe like you know life or death situation. But you know, tongue in, you know tongue in cheek being funny, it would totally be cool to you know to box a or fight or wrestle a kangaroo. Um, I think I could whoop its ass, and if I can't, I'll just hit a light tube with it. See what happens. No, I'm totally kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I. I don't know. Like I've. I take, you know, I've, I've like taken down like a dog or two, like, you know, like as in like being aggressive or, you know, like. I mean, if you're being attacked. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know, to be honest. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but but maybe, 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 fight a can maybe fight a kangaroo. Maybe fight a kangaroo. That's fair. I don't think you're the first person that has said kangaroo. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Me and MDK Mike have been talking about it, me, me fighting a kangaroo. So there you go. Make it happen, <laughs> people. So how do you take your pancakes? Um, I like blueberry pancakes. Um. I think the new one is like peanut butter, like putting peanut butter on it. Um, that's a oh, pretty yeah. cool one. Uh, chocolate chip pancakes are pretty good, but I like the classic. You know, I like the classic pancake. Like, you know, it's got the golden brown look. It's got butter in between, and then you put a little syrup on top, and you're good to go. So I was like, I'm more of like a. I'm not that big into pancakes and waffles. Like, I can eat pancakes and waffles, but if I if I like eat it, I gotta have something with it too. So like, I'd rather like I, I gotta have eggs of some sorts. Always gotta have eggs. It's like eggs and spinach is like the two biggest things for me. 
Um, I've kind of cut away from bacon and sausage, which I'm totally okay with, but I do like that as well. And yeah, I like, I like pancakes, um, or waffles. Um, but I gotta have something with it, at least eggs. If not, you know, I won't be that happy. Okay. Yeah, this is, I, I got coffee with this too. Coffee, coffee's, coffee's a big thing. I I literally consist of a pot of coffee a day. Probably I have a problem. <laughs> I literally problem like literally a pot of coffee. Like a pot of coffee is gone uh, by <laughs> by noon, like hands down. So is that all the coffee so, you drink, or do you, are are you an evening coffee guy? I've done it before. Um, I not to because then i stay up all night i already have no, i already have enough problems sleeping so you know a good a good decaf coffee's not it's not bad so i'm gonna paint like a scene for you so like imagine if you will you decide okay. that you're you're hungry and you want something sweet and you're like you're walking down the aisle in the store and you're like i want a cookie and not only do i want a cookie i want favorite cookie no there's a specific question that's coming although i do appreciate a good okay. fruit gusher yeah so you decide you for in, in in this imaginary scenario you decide you want cookies and you decide you want america's favorite cookie which is the oreo are you going to when you get to the aisle you see all of the all of the varieties and you decide that you just want to go with like a regular like chocolate cookie cream oreo are you going to go single stuff or double stuff does it have to be Oreos? In this in this very specific instance, yes. Because the actual question here um, is, are you a single stuffed Oreo guy be, or a double stuffed Oreo guy? I mean, I like double stuff. So I guess I'm double stuff. Hell yeah. If you could pick any cookie, what would you pick? Um, I think that like uh, coconut, whatever it's called, like the old, like, um, I forget what it's called. It's uh, the the elf people make it. What is it called? Do you know? The Keebler? Yeah, coconut. Keebler. They make, they make those, like, they make that, like, that coconut one. It's like a, it's like a, like a Girl Scout cookie. Okay, okay. It's I, called. That's what I was going to ask. It was like the, the Caramel Delights or Samoas, depending on which bakery yeah that one the Samoa the Samoa the Samoan cookies yeah or Samoan cookies whatever it's called yeah I could smash a box of those (laughs) yeah either that or like chocolate chip those are like two how much of a cookie guy though believe it or not what what like what's your go-to if you're not a cookie guy fruit gushers fruit gushers (laughs) You have a specific yeah, variety of fruit gusher that you prefer? No, I like all of them. It's or I guess like I guess like the red ones are fine, um, but I'd rather have like the tropical like mixed color. Same, same. Um, like strawberry is acceptable, yeah. but why have strawberry when you can have tropical? Oh yeah, tropical is great. It's just like it's ridiculous. So <laughs> tropical all day. So, um, what upcoming shows do you have other than, I know there's SCI, but that's not until August. So I know you have probably all kinds of stuff between then and now. 
Oh yeah, um, I have. I got IPW on Friday, which is super cool. That'll be fun. Um, it's the Dan Gable Hall of Fame, and you know that means a lot to me because he's a guy that you know he's like one of the greatest Hawkeye Iowa wrestlers ever. Um, he was a coach there, and me being a Hawkeye, and I'm not a you know that version of a wrestler, but a pro wrestler. Um, I think that's cool. Uh, and, you know, just like yeah, like I said, like I'm not a born you know bred Iowan, but I'm basically an Iowan now. I've lived here for almost eight years, maybe longer than that now. It's like nine years now. Um, eight, it's like eight years. Yeah, it's like eight years. But you know, I've lived here for a long time, and I like it. And uh, I I bleed black and yellow, even though I haven't worn black and yellow in a hot minute. Um, but yeah, I. I think it's cool. So I think that'd be sweet. And then Saturday at SCW uh, in Muscatine. And Muscatine's a pretty good legendary town uh, for wrestling. Um, and then next, and then the and then the next week after that, uh, not this week, but next week, I have you know GCW in Atlantic City. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, it'll be a good time. Those are the things the next two weeks. Sounds like you have a lot going on. But... Oh, always busy. Always busy, Val. You can't, you, you cannot be. If you're, if you're a pro wrestler, you ain't busy. There's something wrong with you. Maybe you shouldn't be in the business. <laughs> Fair Not enough. I mean, got to do it while you can, right? Yeah, yeah. So that is all of my questions, but I defer to my partners in crime here um for questions from the chat there are no partners and yeah. there are no partners in crime here val uh, uh, what are you trying to say I, I i don't know we're like your third or fourth or fifth or sixth favorite people but we're th th that's that's a talk for another day damn, we, we, damn. We, <laughs> that's not true damn <laughs> that's absolutely not true that's, that's talk for another piece. day my second and third favorites. And second heavy. and third favorites. They're just <laughs> shitting on you, Val. This is what I put up with. Every day. I think they're waffle eaters, aren't they? I bet they are. I'm a French toast eater, actually. Mm. Uh, there you go. Okay. French toast okay. is all right. See? Yeah. See? Better than waffles. I like all of it, True. though. I like all of it, though. You can't you can't be select, you know. Anything with syrup. I don't like it all. Is, is what I say. Anything, anything with syrup. Anything yeah. with syrup is good for me. But mm -hmm. we do have some questions from the chat. Uh, oh, we're shoot. Gonna, Let her rip. We're going to go to our uh, friend here, Christopher. He wants to know, if you're not driving, what side of the car are you sitting on? Uh, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely a co-pilot kind of guy, too. I never sit in the back, can't sit in the back. If I don't sit in the back, I get sick. And as of late, uh, you know, I'm a truck guy. So, like, I always drive my truck places. Like, if I'm sleeping in, like, a, or if I'm in a car, it's just weird to me. So, yeah. Nice. Okay, so we have in the chat another wrestler that came through Black and Brave. Oh, okay. Uh, it's uh, Mad Mike, a.k.a. Perfection. He wanted to say hi, and he wanted to know, do you remember him from Class 13? I sure do. Hope he's so, doing well. 
So there you go. And now he had a follow-up question a little bit later on, and he asks, when will there be a Manders versus Perfection match? Uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, he's a guy, right? Like, I was class A, he's class 13. Um, so that's about what? Three classes in one year, so... So like a year difference. So year okay. year year and three months difference. So um oh man, put your boots on, saddle up. Like uh anytime, anywhere, man. Uh you're the one that wants to, you know, call the shots. Let's go. <laughs> there you so. go, Mike. There you go. There you go, Mike. Okay, we go, got another Mike. one. Papa Kenway asks, when are you coming back to St. Oh, Louis? Papa Kenway. Uh, that's my guy right there. Uh, the story for story for him, like, or, you know, from him is like, um, uh, Matt Kenway, uh, his, his son, uh, I guess he's back in wrestling. I think, I, I think if I'm right, um, uh, he took me under his wing, um, and I slept at his house for like five days and, uh, we were doing some seminar and, uh, you know, you know, you know, Papa Kenway was like super nice, made eggs, made, made food for us, all that stuff. He was really nice. And, um, ever since then we've had a good bond. Um, and, you know, St. Louis is only, you know, like, you know, less than three hours. Yeah. It's about like three hours away from me. And, uh, it's one of like my favorite places to wrestle. And, uh, I don't know, man, I hope soon. Um, St. Louis Anarchy, what's up? I don't know. <laughs> I heard they had a good time uh, the other day, so I was in Chicago, and I had a fun time, too, there, too. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully sooner rather than later. There you go. Now now we just got another one. Our, our friend Will, Weapon X, wants to know, more importantly, when do you come back to Ohio? Shoot, man. AIW, baby. That's, uh, you know, for the brand, I would say then. So, hopefully soon. There you go. Everybody, put in, put in some, put in some good words. Wherever you want Manders to come show up. Get, let let these promotions know. Okay, yeah, we're gonna go. There you go. At anywhere and everywhere. Okay, wrestling with the MMA wants to know. Now this question is a little bit out there. I had to get okay. confirmation on what he was asking. If you could wrestle yeah. any historical figure, who would it be and why? Historical figure, so it's gotta be somebody from the past. So, like, you if you wanted to, you can wrestle George Washington. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I think Davy Crockett would be cool. Ooh. Or, or no, even better, uh, Buffalo Bill, because he's from Eclair, Iowa. Okay. And, you know, he's like a, you know, a Western legend. So, I'd, I would say him. I'd say nice. Buffalo Bill. Or, like, John Wayne. I guess that's not really historical. He's an actor. But, like. That's okay. Yeah, I would say those guys. Or like like a Clint Eastwood, or like the man with no name, or like I guess now we're going to movies. We're not even going historical anymore. But uh, historic historical, I would go. Um, I would go Buffalo Bill. Okay, Christopher, we're going back to Christopher. We're going to go to a food question here. What's your order at the Cracker Barrel? So, obviously breakfast. That's that's to me. Um, for sure, I'm totally getting two eggs two strips of bacon, 
and then, you know, good old golden hash browns. Uh, put a little bit of salt and pepper on it. Um, if I was home, I would do lemon pepper, but that's a song for another time. And then um, whatever kind of hot sauce they got and large black coffee, man, and a side of water. You're good. That's what I want. Keep it nice. simple. Are, are you a breakfast for dinner kind of guy? I am totally a breakfast all day, every day guy. If I could eat breakfast three times a day, I totally would. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's like the best meal. It's the best yeah, meal. It's, so it's it's awesome. So that's all the questions that I saw from chat. So uh, Mr. Christopher, was there any was there any like weird ones, like ones that are like, oh, that was too bad, or what, anything like that? No, not not ah, not that I saw. Damn. Not that I saw. Damn, those not are my that favorites. I saw. <laughs> those are my favorites. It's like like so, the super weird ones. I, if I saw one, I definitely would have asked it. I probably, if it was really bad, Shit. I probably would have tweaked it a little bit, but we were good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody seemed to be pretty tame in the chat tonight. Oh, damn, that's not fun. So, Christopher, let's uh, let's load up the intro to the lightning round, and uh, Mr. Manders, are you ready for the worst segment? setting the scene for us as uh apparently we're getting a storm here in central pennsylvania so hey, uh i'm getting a big storm here in eastern iowa so i get it man it's crazy okay christopher we're ready to go <laughs> manners are you ready i'm ready okay question number one favorite summer activity um tanning what's your spirit animal uh a horse What's the one thing that annoys you most? Lying. What TV sitcom family would you be a member of? Family Guy. You you mentioned Maryland earlier, so I gotta ask: crab cakes, yes or no? Crab cakes. That's what crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does. Hell yeah! Uh, favorite place you've vacationed? Uh, Virgin Islands. How do you like your steak cooked? Uh, medium. Sometimes medium rare. Depends. What's the last band or artist that you listen to? Uh, shit. I just worked out. Um, uh, was it Corrosions of Conformity? I think I said that wrong. I could be right. Cor uh, corrosion of Conformity? Yeah, Corrosion of Conformity. Yep. Um, I like it. I like it. Okay. iPhone or Android? iPhone. And now last question. We all know what they really are, but tomatoes do you classify them as fruit or a vegetable uh it depends how you eat it Ooh, okay if it's, a, if it's a if it's like a salad i think it's a vegetable but if it's like if you're doing it in like some sweet sort of sort of way i would say it's a fruit okay so like a Weird. peach salsa yeah i would you're... i would i would classify that as a tomato as a fruit at that point okay yeah. well you survived the 10 questions. We made it through. Val, it's back to you. Well, this has been a delight. I'm so glad that you agreed to hang out with me tonight and answer a bunch oh, of yeah, questions. Oh, yeah, I had fun. I had a good time <laughs> when we were in uh, Omaha. So, yeah. it, was, it was so nice to meet you. You were so wonderful and personable. And I'm really glad that I got to meet you. And I'm glad that you decided to do this with me. So um, this has been The Stack. 
I'm Val Pancakes. This has been the one called Manders. And um, where can people find you on Twitter, Instagram, anywhere else? OnlyFans, TikTok? I don't know what y'all people do. I definitely don't have a TikTok or OnlyFans. I should maybe do an OnlyFans for all the weird, yeah, all the weird stuff I get. Um, but me, whatever. Uh, anyway, um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the number one called underscore Manders. Um, or you type in Manders, or um, I think the new I think the new title I put now is Manders of the West, like Man of the West. I've been watching a shit ton of westerns lately, um, so there you go. Um, I got some merch stuff, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, um, Deathmatch Worldwide, uh, MDKAllDay.com, and um, what else am I missing? Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah, those three. So if you guys are looking for t-shirts, there's this new t-shirt I have. It's Death by Lariat. I might call it that now as a move. So, um, yeah, go buy it, man. That'd be sweet for me. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Buy the merch. So, and make sure to catch the Scenic City Invitational, which is August 6th and 7th. And that is airing live on the award-winning IWTV Network. Hell, yeah. That'd be fun. So thank you for joining me tonight. Yeah, you're welcome, pal. Appreciate it.